Where are we going? Ah, oh, yes. hell yeah. Here we go. We're going. Welcome, Thanks, listeners. Skype. Thank you, Skype. Uh, still probably better than Zencaster in some ways, at least. Um, Financially, it is. Fine. Oh, yes. Because uh, Zencaster <laughs> was like, you know, it'd be really good for our business if we made everyone pay to use it. And yeah. I think everyone stopped using it. Yeah, we all went, oh, no, thank you. And Zencaster went, well, okay, shit. Uh, I didn't think about people that. that have money, podcasters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they're using Zencaster to do it. Like the podcasters with a bunch of money, they don't like hire producers they, or anything. They hire just a person to do this. They don't yeah. go, what's a free website I can know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're not using we, like Pod Farm or whatever it is. Yeah, we yeah. The, the people with money go like, let's just hire a guy who knows how to do this for us. And we mm-hmm. don't have money, which is why we didn't do that. So we went to a yeah. website. But anyway, listeners, we have not recorded since after Valentine's Day. And cool. I just wanted to uh, I wanted to share a tale my valentine's day um which is to say i uh i should have brought it with me my friend has one of those little like it's like a stimulation thing i don't know what you call like fidget toys right but it's just like it's like a little like plastic slug matt i want to make it very clear that you saying valentine's day and then stimulation thing really makes it sound like you're (laughs) talking about a vibrator i bought a vibrator for uh, valentine's day and i've hung it on the wall like it's a weapon um (laughs) No, it's just it's yeah, it's like one of those little like fidget toy things. It's like a it's like a plastic slug. Yeah, like yeah, a bunch yeah, of little ones segments. that like click kind of. Yeah, it clicks a little bit. Um, so this has been a, a beloved staple of my own life ever since uh, over the summer I saw it for the first time. Just say I walked into this room and I knew everybody who lived at this house, but like not super well at that point. But I walked into the house this friend lives in, saw it sitting on their like dining room table, went hell yes, autism slug, and picked it up. Uh, and, uh, that's just been what it's been called ever since. Mm-hmm. Anyway, with that out of the way, I just want to say it was also Ash Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I returned home from the service that I'd been singing at. I like had the little, you know, the cross on my forehead, mm-hmm. the whole shebang. How good was your cross? In. It was pretty good, actually. Oh. Um, yeah, no, my, my pastor has it down. She was, she was killing it on she the was cross game was great. Out. Yeah. The ash was, I don't know what you do to ash to make it work very well, but it was good. Um, Normally it's like palm fronds from uh, Palm Sunday, right? Oh yeah, yeah. It was it was the ashes from Palm Sunday, to be clear. But I'm you know like the uh, I, did, that, I don't know. Was it like the liquidy or the powdery kind? Oh yeah, it was it was very powdery. Um, okay. So I was impressed with how well it uh, how well it took. But anyway, I stepped into my home after that, and one of my housemates just looked up at me, and he said, "Oh, there was something on the porch for you." And I went, "Well, interesting. Okay, there was." Uh, and he just sort of gestured to the table and sitting there was a card, a Valentine's Day card and a different autism slug, like different Hell colors, yes. different model. The card. I wish I had it with me. I should have grabbed it so I could just read it. But it was something to the effect of like this Valentine's Day, even though I can't be with you, I'm still thinking of you. Right. Like that was like what the card uh-huh. was saying. And it had been signed. Love, Dave McGowan. So someone gave me a Valentine's Day card from. Dave McGowan and an autism slug for Valentine's Day. And I'm sure you have your list of suspects. Oh, I have a list of suspects. I'm pretty sure I know who it was because they were the ones who like tittered guiltily when I asked them about it the uh, next day. But uh, I was really hoping it'd be the spoon. Like you open the door and it's the uh, spoon sitting on what your I would give, porch. What I would give for that. But no, I left the spoon <laughs> on the porch of the schoolhouse. I, I, need, I need to like walk by and see if it's still there. It probably isn't. You've cursed the. Oh, trust me. In many ways, I have cursed people. that home. Um, I like to think that sometimes like 
you know, it's like a, it's not quite a ghost, but more just like an echo of things past. You know, I like to think that every yeah. now and then one of them will like wake up and just feel slightly hungover and be like, what, what is this feeling? Uh, and it's just, that's, that's a bit of my spirit remaining in that home. Right. Yeah, anyway, I've I've never felt more loved on a Valentine's Day than when I was anonymously gifted an autism slug, which I've been using while I write my papers, and uh, and a Valentine's Day card from Dave McGowan. So That's amazing. Thank you, Dave. My Valentine's Day was much less fun. Yeah, that was really the only fun thing about the Valentine's Day, because then I just got drunk alone in my room. But, yeah, you know, yeah, we had very yeah. similar Valentine's Days then. Yeah, it was great. I uh, <laughs> Boy, I've been sober all week, and I am hating it, I must say. Um, I'm supposed to go out with for drinks with someone tonight and then tomorrow I'm throwing a party so my sobriety will be over very shortly yeah that's good I my just short-lived uh, sobriety man I add this yeah, is this, not. <laughs> yeah this one was this was self-imposed you know I uh, I just uh decided I was like I need I have a lot of things I need to do this week mm-hmm. uh so I'm not gonna give myself the ability to get drunk instead of doing them and then just so many things have happened to me this week that have really tested my commitment to that but uh we're holding strong so far. Who Very knows? Nice. Saturday is yet to come. But <laughs> Yep. Tomorrow I'm gonna dye my hair and go to the liquor store. So Ooh, there we go. What color They're are right you going next for? to each other. Oh, it's gonna be that... the same thing. I just have to touch up I my redo roots. it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no. It goes like Target, Sally's, Specs. Mm. Yeah, I feel that Target, hair dye, liquor. I was gonna say, I feel that like having a a place that can dye your hair or like a place that sells hair dye right next to a place where you can get drunk is a, uh, that can't be, well, I guess that is actually very advisable. That's a good business strategy. Maybe it really is um, a good business strategy. like a tattoo parlor on the other side of the liquor store, you know, just yeah, they're really, really lean the into it. Complex, I'm pretty sure. See, all right. Capitalism no, it's, breeds innovation. it's pretty oh. close though. It's close enough. Mm-hmm. And that's what matters. Yeah. It's also yeah. in the complex I used to work at, so I really got a lot done. Boy, yeah, I was going to say, look, you had all the essentials in just one place, and I really respect I that. Mm-hmm. Very, very nice. I'm looking yeah. for a new job now because I'm going crazy with having nothing to do. Yeah. Uh, I'm doing some school stuff, but eh, it's not intensive. It takes yeah. me like 15 minutes a day. It's not. It's nothing. Yeah. And it's one of those where you can only do so much a day because you have to wait for the teacher to grade Ugh. it. Yeah, that's uh, that's so I can't just speed run through like four of the courses and then. Yeah, no. Um, But I I talked about this last night in the voice call, but I'm going to tell it to you anyway, because it's funny. Yeah, for Um, sure. I was looking at, you know, I applied to like a hair dye store. I applied to uh, a bridal salon just like because I want to do retail instead of food service because food service sucked the life out of me and I fucking hated it. Um, and retail isn't much better, but it's something. It's different. It's a different it's, kind of bad. Yeah, it's. I think it's. Uh, what was the that one post where it was like food services jump scare horror, retail was psychological. Like. Um, yeah, I'd much rather psychological at this point in my life. But yeah. one of the places I was looking at working is this gift store slash smoke shop in my town, which my parents <laughs> would not approve of me working there. But I think that it would be a very chill job. And I looked to see if I could find their application online, and I found it. This is the application for the smoke shop. Oh, it's yes. a cool place. It has like a ton of art on the walls and like chalkboard paint and like it's cool. And like yes. sculptures made out of toilets. Like it's a weird place, but very cool. Okay. We have name, email, phone. So far, very normal. Yeah. Are you at least 19 years old? Normal. Available days. Normal. 
we get to is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Oh, good. And there's four answer choices. Oh, hit me with them. Yes, absolutely. Yippee ki yay, motherfucker, or no. And the no mm. is the only one not in all caps. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a feeling there's three correct answers in this. I was gonna say, or maybe one. They're looking for a they're looking for a nonconformist. Uh, <laughs> and then where you would typically upload your resume and says instead says upload your favorite meme or cat picture. And then just <laughs> tell us whatever you like. And that's the entire <laughs> application. You know, it's just a vibe check. Yeah, good on them. I like the vibe check. I don't think I'll actually be able to work there because I think my parents might be very upset. But. <laughs> Look, when you're making option. the pitch, just go like, think about the stories I'll be able to tell on the podcast if this is where I work. <laughs> right. Oh, I'd have so many stories. Yeah. And that's what matters. See, this is the stories. The podcast has been missing our ability to just have a strange interaction with a customer, you know? And this particular place is kind of like out in the boonies, but like people have to make an effort to go there. Interesting. Yeah, so it's so a have very people who made pilgrimages. type of person. And yeah. it's worth it. I won't lie. It's a cool place, but like <laughs> I've been there many a time. The local one is cheaper. Like the one right down the street is cheaper, yeah. but we go out to Munson's for the vibe. I just said what it yeah. was, but it's fine. I don't care. You go for the experience. Yeah. Toast is falling off the couch. Yeah, toast is woken up. Um, <laughs> toast has awoken. It's only a matter of time before she screams into the mic. That's nah, all right. I'm with her on that one. But. I um, The other night I walk in from smoking a cigarette on my balcony, which I have not been doing very often. I, unlike Matt, have been cutting back on my <laughs> nicotine. <laughs> that is the problem. I did so well because so I just as a side to defend myself because I did yes, admittedly, just take a hit of a vape as you started that story. Um, I didn't conscious. I didn't go out of my way to buy this. It was given um, to you. It was given to me because I drove my buddy to the airport on uh, Sunday, day one of the sobriety, and he was like, "Hey, I can't take this on the plane. Here, take this." And also, basically, a full little like pack of Zins as well. Um, a gift. Yeah, and I went. Thank you. And uh, so, yeah, I have just replaced alcohol with uh, nicotine as far as the thing that I consume inside while I'm just sort of like doing everything. Yeah. uh, What flavor do you have? This is strawberry watermelon (laughs) bubblegum. It would seem. You tell you, that's not what I'm getting from it. Um, Are you getting like slight chemical burn? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, I, I always forget how much worse a vape feels <laughs> than a cigarette. Ah, oh, there we go. Um, yeah. No, when I, like, inhale, I uh, I go, like, damn, this is brutal. But, you know, I miss having smoke in my body instead. But you can't do that inside anymore. It's the future that the liberals won. I know. <laughs> so I, I come inside, and the way my living room is laid out is, like, There's a couch on this wall right across from me, kind of tilted towards the center of the room, is this, like, green velvet wingback chair. And then my TV is next to it. And it's kind of, like, facing the door to my balcony. Mm -hmm. So I come inside after smoking, and Toast is sitting on the green chair, just (laughs) glaring at the door like a disappointed parrot. And I was like, incredible. no, I'm better than this, huh? Yeah, you're like, damn. It's not good if the animals in your life are, like, encouraging you to aim higher. I haven't smoked one since, to be completely honest. Yeah. 
I just that changed this weekend because there will be alcohol in my body. Yes, but yeah, I was gonna say it's just not the same when you're sober. Is what I found. Um, it's not. But you know, they're fine. They're good when they're not. Well, they're I guess they're not good for you, but they're fine. They're they are what they I, are. Yeah, I was just a couple of days ago actually. I was talking with someone about the fact where I was like. I genuinely think a big part of the appeal of both like alcohol and cigarettes for me is the fact that like there's no way to pretend that they're good for you. Yeah. Like, you no, know, yeah, like there's like the very shaving off a couple days of your life really is good for the soul. Yes. Oh, absolutely. You get to sit and contemplate, right? I. Mm-hmm. No, I. Uh, yeah, because, you know, I was talking about like I, it's so annoying, like. When you have like stoners who are like, no, it's not addictive. There's nothing wrong with this. This is actually good for you. And you're like, well, you're putting smoke in your body. This can't you're be putting good. Putting smoke in your lungs, and also you're definitely addicted. Whether yeah, chemically exactly. or it's habitually, like, you're definitely addicted. Yeah. And it's like, look, anything that isn't oxygen going into your lungs is probably not supposed to be there. You know, like, and that's fine. But you got to own up to it. Just admit this fact. It's like I already know I'm gonna die early. So like. Yeah. Like, I think the life expectancy for, like, bipolar people is, like, 65 or something. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> That's, hang on, let me see. I, I've never looked up average life expectancy and then just, like, followed it up with a mental illness. Let's find out what we oh, got it's, here. it's bad, Matt. <laughs> life expectancy. It's especially funny because I'm about to type in, and obviously this is also the case with bipolar, but I'm going to do this for uh, men with depression, and uh, there's... I got to tell you, a couple of those guys seem to be wrecking. Well, they're helping out the curve for everybody else. You know, they're making they're they're throwing in some lower numbers. They the really mix. are. But uh, see results closer to you. Use precise locate. Absolutely not. No. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> or men with. Yeah, 67 <laughs> is the average life expectancy for bipolar people. Sorry, I typed in life expectancy for men with and the. First thing was autism, and I don't know what Google's trying to tell me there. Wait, what's life but, uh, expectancy for autism, and does that yeah, let's mean find out. that life I expectancy like, double for whammy? Let's see. Um, researchers found that autistic men without a learning disability had an average estimated life expectancy of 74.6 years. Autistic women, 76.8. So yeah, there we go. Oh. Somewhere between 65 and 76, tapping out. Yeah. I think and that's, that's how it works. Not they both shorten your life. That's definitely not how it works. And Not I, at all. I think also that, you know, um, there, there are some people throwing in some some low numbers, as you said, because of the mental yeah. illness aspect. Yeah. Let's see. Life expectancy for men. Well, no, this is just the life expectancy for men. Come on, help me out with the one with depression here. Let's go. Ooh, OK. Um, Pooled life expectancy for mental disorders was 63.85 years, which is not great. Um, well, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, so that's the thing is I don't feel that bad whenever I do something that's going to shorten my life because my life is already fucking short. Yeah, like that's just sort of it comes with the territory. Also, you know, there's the fact that just the planet's life is a uh, I can't say I have a great can't say things are looking great on that front either. No, um, things are not looking great in general. Things I'd are say. looking quite bad. I might even we're, go so far to say. Just to let you know, we're recording this on February 23rd, so things have yeah, happened so recently. Things have happened recently, and if anything happens after that, I mean, we told you. 
it's uh, gonna get worse things are bad and they will get worse things are gonna get things have to get worse before they get even worse yes the saying goes also living through your mid-70s even in like a healthy society i think that's about the time to tap out you know oh yeah you you're over the hill by that point you've accomplished basically all that you will you've probably got grandkids if that's something that you're looking for if you get Um, to that like uh What's the last stage? It's not generativity versus stagnation. That's before it. Oh, yeah. it's um, I know what you're talking about. Uh, it's like... Hmm. I'm try- I should know this. I graduated, like, not that long ago. Integrity oh, versus good. despair. That's it. Integrity ah. versus despair. Once you get there and you accept the integrity part, hopefully... See, some of us have reached that already, and we're already yeah. in despair. And that's... Uh, fine, actually, I think. Um, we speed ran Erickson stages. Yeah, we just we just and we chose all the it, wrong you know? options. We chose mistrust, doubt, guilt, inferiority, role confusion, isolation, stagnation, and despair. Yeah, that sounds like a good Friday to me. Personally. <laughs> um, wow. That's- okay, I forgot. Sorry, I'm just looking through life expectancy data. Boy, this this gets rough pretty quick. It does. Um, I forgot I forgot to consider the other thing that I, I do, the thing that prompted this discussion to start with. We we're like, yeah, life expectancy is shortest for people who heavily drink. And I was like, oh, right. I forgot about shit. Yeah. That aspect of things. Which is probably um, part of the reason why bipolar life expectancy is lower is because yeah, of the like, tendency to like have addictions. Yeah. Like bipolar and like depression, like all those things that where it's like, yeah, sometimes you just want to consume a substance, you know. Um, Consuming things is fun, you know. I love to consume. It's one of my favorite things to do. <laughs> I consumed one of my sleeping pills last night, and it knocked me out for like nine hours. Oh, best sleep I've had in weeks. I wish. Last night, we lost power in my apartment because a guy ran into a power line right outside of my apartment. Well, that's not like, good. Less than a block away, which I agree. That is no good because I'm a very light sleeper. My apartment has very thin walls, and I was left with out my fan. So up until about four in the morning, I just got to listen through the walls to the men working on the power line outside as like big trucks were driving around and stuff like Ugh. that. Just staring at the ceiling going like this is. The worst. Um, I was it was not fun. We did. We first lost the power, though. Um, There's like a brief hiccup in it when I was I was playing Hitman at the time. because I was just driving. Oh, I had some so free time. Sad. Yeah, well. So I, I was on my laptop. Yeah, I was oh, on my okay. laptop. So it, it did stay, but it was a little jarring because I'm not joking when I say that it like the power cut out the exact second that I pulled the trigger and eliminated a target. <laughs> um, and pulling the trigger and then being surrounded by darkness, even for a few seconds, was a jarring experience. So I decided not to play any more Hitman that night. Um, That's just, really funny for a game to do that, <laughs> like on purpose. Every time you pull the trigger, it's just three seconds of a blank screen. Yeah, that feels, uh, yeah, that feels, that's the problem, is that feels like the sort of thing that, like, either a really bad shooter or a super pretentious indie game would do, and in either case, I'd probably love it. You would. Um, (laughs) Especially the bad shooter one. Oh, yeah, exactly, yeah, darkness visible, the game, and I'd be like, hell yeah, let's do it. Um, So you just stare, because it's like, it's like the Black Mirror thing, where you just have to stare into your own eyes for a few seconds. Yeah. This is the problem. It does sound pretty cool. It's like a kill cam, except you just it just shows you video footage of yourself doing something earlier that day. Yeah. Yeah, Damn. I'd like that. 
I mean, I wouldn't like it, but it would be very cool. It's some self-reflection, you know? Yeah, that's what you need in a violent video game. Violent video games are there to make you think. Yes. Always saying this. I'm always saying People don't agree with me, but I think it's true. See, some people say video games don't produce violence. What I say is that it gets you thinking. And what are you thinking about? Who's to say? Who knows? Yeah, maybe you could do that. Like, you play, it's a first-person shooter, but every time you kill someone, it just, like, pops up the address of a politician near you. Uh, that just, like, sits on screen instead of, like, a score or anything like that. Like, what are they, what is that supposed to mean? Like, I don't know. It, like, flashes a picture of a politician whenever you pull the trigger. Yeah, yeah, like, briefly. And, like, in the corner. You know, it's not intrusive. It's easy no. to miss, even, if you're not paying attention to no, it. No, I was but thinking, just... like, how they subliminally do it, like, that fast. Oh, I see. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Like just Mitch McConnell. Yeah, and, and that's like, this it. is an interesting map for this level. Where did they get these floor plans? Um, <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Somebody so once told me that talking to me is gonna put them on a watch list. And I think uh, that that's the greatest compliment I could receive. Yeah, I like that we have that effect on conversations we're part of. You know, we just sort of we're just going through our days and we go. Who knows what you should do to that politician? I, I didn't say anything. One of my favorite tweets was, I can't say what I want to do this to the Supreme Court, but I sure can think it. <laughs> that was a good nah, Yeah. Yeah. We, all been agree. There. we have all been there. Huh. Anyway, I'm thinking about driving to Alabama sometime soon. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's unrelated to everything else that we've been saying. What am but, I going to uh, do? Um, no, you know, just, you know, see the sights. Hello, Toast. <laughs> Toast just walks up holding a hand grenade. Um, <laughs> yeah, she's one of those, uh, like, bomb dogs. Yeah, yeah. It always feels a little rude to me. We've trained animals to get involved with, like, human violence, you know? We shouldn't be doing that, I think. I don't know if I've ever sent you all a video of the way that she walks, but it's really stupid. I don't think you have. Oh, my gosh, it's so stupid. She, like, prances. And like high stuff a little bit. Yeah, look, I love that. You know, a dog full of whimsy in the world. Oh, she has so much whimsy. We've been going to the dog park. She has so many friends now. It's, it's like the only social interaction I get on a daily basis. It's interacting it's with other, other dog owners. Dog park. Yeah. 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 She has a best friend that's a mini Australian Shepherd. And then we met we met a mini Australian Shepherd Border Collie today but hyper dogs are really good for her because she's hyper so i find a small hyper dog and i'm like fuck yeah this is gonna be perfect she did get bullied by like a maltese which was embarrassing that is a little embarrassing well two of them ganged up on her to be fair okay well that's less embarrassing she in a fair fight i'm sure she could have been not bullied um (laughs) no she her signature move is to lay on her back and kick upwards oh okay I really love, and it confuses other dogs so much. Yeah. She rolls on her back, and they think she's being submissive, so they start to sniff her, and then she just starts going with the feet. Yeah, I love, no, I love this. You have a, you have a deceptive dog. Um, I do. One well-versed in the tricks of battle. I'm trying to get a video of her running. Let's see if she'll do it. you're good. You can kind of see it in that. I'll send it to the dog zone. Anyway. um, Yeah, no, she... Most dogs want the high ground. She does not want the high ground. Yeah, and that's that's powerful. You need to carve out a niche for yourself in a battle. You do. 
And she she certainly has a niche. She also has a tendency to let dogs just like bulldozer and she just rolls, mm-hmm. which is also really cool. Yeah, that's so sick. I love yeah, I love that Coast seems to be like interacting with other dogs the way that you're supposed to like fight a Dark Souls boss. Where you're like, yep, dodge, yes. roll, wait until he telegraphs an attack and go, you know? <laughs> yes, that's exactly what she does. Yep, that's her. She also decides when she's done immediately and wants to leave. Like, there is no her starting to tire out. She's running, she's running, she's running. She goes to the gate and stares at me. You know what? I love that. Oh, yeah. Okay, you can kind of see it in her walk. Sorry, I was watching the video there. Yeah, no. It's more pronounced, like, in person, obviously. But that's that's the overall vibe. I get the vibe. She picks her feet, like, out. Yeah, and that's good. Like I said, a whimsical dog. A whimsical dog who understands battle. What more do you need in life? God, that's all any of us can look for, really, is whimsical and understands battle. Yeah, me and who? Me and you need who? At least, you need at least one of those things uh, in a relationship, you know? Like, I one like to think that I understand person. battle. Yeah, I like to think that I understand battle, and I'm just searching for a whimsical woman, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like to think I'm whimsical. You know, yeah. I'm searching for somebody who understands battle. Yeah. It's this important also stands to have for, both. Yeah, this also stands for business relationships, you know. That's mm-hmm. why the podcast has done so well Every, over every the years. good <laughs> partnership. Whimsy, yes. battle strategy. Yeah. And I think depending on the person you're with, it can change. Uh, because I think oh, yeah. Michael, as a wonderful chess player, you know, he is an excellent tactician. And so I'm free to become a little more whimsical when I'm with my twin mm-hmm. brother. Mm-hmm. But, uh. I think in the dating, world. people are too hung up on the whole, like, sexual, dominant, submissive thing. No, 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 no. They're doing yeah, it no, all wrong. Whimsical or tactical. Those are Whimsical those are or tactical. Guesses. Those are your options. Pick one, stick with it. Whimsical, tactical, and the rare switch. Um, <laughs> you see, with with girls, I'm just more more tactical, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Just a male manipulator sitting at a bar talking to a woman going, no, I think, you know, a lot of people don't understand that, like, in a lot of ways, being whimsical is more important than being tactical and, like, more impressive. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I don't really know what this bit means, but I stand by it. Um, no, I I think it's good. Yeah, thank you. Um, you see, this is, I was taking the tactical side and you said, no, no, let's embrace the whimsy here. Uh, <laughs> it just... The thesis continues to hold. Um, the dialectic of history marches on. It does. Um, yeah. Oh, God. Think, I know other things have happened to me this week, and I just cannot for the life of me remember them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think if I've had any other, like, weird run-ins online with, with men, but I don't... All of my run-ins online have either been, like bad in the way that they're normally bad or like good in a normal good way there hasn't been much weirdness Yeah, there's nothing notable no although one guy i like stopped texting because Mm -hmm. he texted me you're the only girl who hasn't blocked me don't say that to people don't volunteer that information no no well first of all don't live don't live your life in such a way that this is a statement you can make. No, you know? do not do that, first and foremost. But especially if you have, don't Don't tell people. That. It's the same oh thing with the guns in the closet. That's inside yeah. information. That's for you. 
That's yeah, that's like third date at the earliest. At minimum. Um, so that was weird, but I decided see because what I've been doing lately when I ghost people is just not blocking them to see what they mm-hmm. say, which I Ooh. think somebody is currently doing to me and I don't like it. So maybe I will stop doing this. But he started sending gifts. Interesting. Okay. What are the what are the gifts? It was a woman popping a balloon and then said womp womp. Mm. Okay, well, I hate to admit it. It's a pretty powerful response. It is. I have a friend, she was on dating apps recently and um we stopped. She like didn't respond to a guy for like a day and he just texted her a gun emoji. Um <laughs> And she like I think I was there because we were all like hanging out. I think I was there when that happened. I was like, I hate to say it, I'm back on this guy's side. That Right? Uh, there was one guy, I asked him what kind of music he listened to, and he responded, incel rock. Okay, well, hang on, I'm listening. Um, <laughs> I was intrigued. I was like, excuse me? Oh, speaking of music, though, hang on. I did find uh, one of my housemates put me on to, we got to get him on, because he writes for a, um, I don't want to blow up his spot just in case he doesn't want to be associated with the Doug Zone. But uh, he writes for, like, a blog about, like, metal music that is really sick, actually. I read their stuff. Um, oh, that's cool. But he uh, he put me on to... Uh, have you have you listened to Chat Pile before? No. They are so good. Oh, my I God. They're, I think it's 2020. God's Country is the name of the album. Just look at the album cover, and you'll see what I mean when I say they rule. It's... Okay. The art goes so hard. I have to find music where it won't immediately start playing Girl in Red. I don't want to open my music app for that to immediately start. No one needs to know how many times I've been listening to October Past Me By. Nobody needs that information. Dude, one of my friends, he texted me a couple days ago. He's like, dude, have you heard of Ethel Kane before? Um, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, oh, man. He's like, sick. she's so good. And then I was talking with him a couple days ago, and he's like, yeah, it has like, given me a uh, it's been soundtracking just a complete emotional spiral these last couple of days. I was like, yeah, where's yep. up, buddy? Yep, but, yep. you know. It's gotten to the point where um, the little widget that my music is under, um, automatically when you play it, it's just always a Girl in Red song. Ooh, yeah, that's, that's a rough sign. So you see Girl in Red and then Lemon Party on my screen together. Ooh. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a rough lineup, I'll admit. No um, one can ever look at my phone on a date. Like, I have to keep that shit, like, face down. People yeah, are, that's... If I ever start dating someone, they're gonna think I'm cheating because I never show them my phone. Yeah, I'm like, no, no, you can't do that. Um, yeah, you're, that's you're streaming not for apps. you. Yeah, like, music apps should have the ability to, like, lock it with a password. Like, it's, yes. a, like it's a streaming service. Um, <laughs> or at least accessing. let me lock, like, what the widget is on. Because I don't oh, think yeah. you can do that. Or if you can, I don't know how. Yeah, no, I don't think you can either. Like, widgets are strange creatures. I do not understand them. Let me lock either the playlist I listen to and only listen to that playlist. Or just stop putting me on blast for the last, like, artist I was just streaming random songs from. Because that's what it does. It's the last artist you were streaming. Not... I see. Not the last song you listened to. Interesting. Not the last playlist you listened to. It's, like, the artist. Yeah, that's or the that's album. A rough, that's a rough one. But yeah, no. So this uh, this will be a change in vibe. But uh, I I recommend it. It's a it's a great album. I've been listening to it. The uh, the reason he brought it up actually was because of the uh, the thing I was talking about off mic. We'll be discussing on the Patreon oh. and in the Discord. That we already discussed. Um, 
which is to say my uh my 4000 word screed against Francis Fukuyama's end of history um but I read him just like a paragraph from it and he was like this reminds me of a song and just threw on one of the sickest metal songs I've ever heard and I was like this is an incredible compliment thank you but uh, I did recently recommend Cal Stabboys to somebody and then they afterwards told me that they were in the military and I was like maybe stop listening to them wherever you're at yeah oh that's that's a rough start where you're like okay because I, so, I told them to listen to Star Baby, so it was fine. Yeah. But I was like, maybe listen to none of their other music. Yeah, just listen to Star Baby and uh, go, wow, it's cool. They put out a song. I can't wait for them to release yeah, another one. Yeah, they put out one song. They're a one-hit wonder. Yeah. It's not even off of an album. No. Yeah. The album does no, not they just exist. dropped the single and decided that they were done from there. Yep. That's a real shame. It is like a litmus test, though. If someone's in the military, I pretty much immediately rule them out. Cause yeah, I mean that's just unless they're like fuck the military immediately, yeah. then I'm like okay, you can stay for a minute. Yeah, like well, well, you can stick around, but yeah, like especially with like dating, it's like this just seems to this this will possibly be an irreconcilable difference in a lot of things. Yes, um. yes, 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 yes. Yeah. The the problem with Hinge is the only three or the only four things you can put for your politics are conservative, moderate, liberal, or other. Mm-hmm. So immediately I rule out anyone who's conservative or moderate, right? I'm like, yeah, no, moderate means you're conser- gone. Moderate means conservative and trying to get pussy, right? Yeah. But then Which, I like, don't want to put, but I am I other, but I don't want to put other, you know? Yeah. Because that's, There's just- that's vague. There's too many options. There's there. so many authors. Like, I don't want people to think I'm a libertarian. Yeah, exactly. Like, ooh. Like, put... Yeah. At the very least, make, like, a leftist one. At the yeah, very exa- least. Yeah, like, you could say, like, even just socialist, right? Well, I guess leftist is probably... Even leftist might be even broader than socialist. It's so broad. It could just mean anything. It's just, but I still. need something further left than liberal. Yeah. Because I won't get along with, like, liberal people who are liberals. Yeah. It's like, no, you don't understand. Your project is still my enemy. Like, the fundamental goals that you are working towards are still evil to me. You're (laughs) still working towards protecting capitalism, and that is still evil. Like, I'm sorry. That's the problem here. It's not the the person who's stewarding capitalism. It is the system itself. Sorry, Toast is doing battle with something off screen, so Jillian's going to go. And so I will just uh, wax poetic for a little bit, I think. Um, But no, I agree. I think the other option is it's sort of a necessary evil because obviously it's not like you can it's not like you can do much more than that. Because if you give people like 80,000 potential options for politics, then they'll go crazy with it. But there has to be a, a happy middle here somewhere. I know I was ta- talking to you about how, like, capitalism doesn't even look good on paper, and that's a stupid yeah. argument. Um, but another part of that is I was watching a video, and they were like, um, also, pure capitalism doesn't even work in America. We're not purely capitalist. The Constitution yeah. doesn't allow us to be. Yeah, like, the that's the thing, right? Because, like... The most- early capitalist country was probably like chile when america forced it to be right and yeah, that collapsed say, yeah, so like, <laughs> fast yeah exactly we have i actually uh, i referenced uh chile in the uh 1973 coup 
of Salvador Allende uh, in my mm-hmm. my little reading Where response. America but, went, um, oh, you have a democratically elected president? What if? No, you what don't. What if <laughs> we put in a military leader? Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Look. What if they only respected America and we just told yeah. them what politics to do? Yeah. It's like, now, look, we are all for democracy. Unfortunately, you chose not to be democratically capitalist. So goodbye. You yeah, did no, it like, that's wrong. The yeah, like the, the closest things to pure capitalism, yeah, because you have like that or you'd have, I'd say, like also probably arguably like America in like the pre-Roosevelt era. Mm-hmm. And I mean like Teddy Roosevelt, like the start of the Gilded Age, Gilded Age right before yeah. like, the because that was when everything was just like purely unfettered before like even basic antitrust laws had been passed. And even then, I feel like it was also there less was still bad some regulation. Because because there weren't there wasn't the internet. There wasn't mega countrywide corporations that had billions and billions of dollars. There were still rich people that had too much money and were taking over things and monopolizing things. But Jeff Bezos in that time, oh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, or or I maybe the inverse with that I'd give you is uh like just imagine John D. Rockefeller now. Like Oh, oh no. Like Rockefeller arguably is still the richest American to ever have lived. Like if you like adjust for inflation. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um and things like that. Yeah. So like there's obviously him now he'd go crazy. Yeah. It's also as a side note, have you ever looked up a picture of John D. Rockefeller? I have not. What does okay, just look like? this man up. Like, normally when I call rich people ghouls, I'm, like, trying to make a point. Ooh. I think he was a ghoul. Ooh. Like, look at this man's face. The evil See, that he did is written on his body. It's insane. It's very interesting because the first... It's like the first picture that comes up is very clearly one where they're trying to make him look good. And then you see pictures of him a little bit older. Yeah. Oh, and he's or from a little bit of a different angle. And you're like, oh, wow. Yeah. I don't want to make fun of people for not having symmetrical faces. But, you know, the halves of your faces should look related. Yeah, exactly. You should it should be recognizable as the same face. Like, I shouldn't see you from one side and go, who is that? And you have to turn around for me to recognize you. Yeah, it's crazy that he gets to look like two ugly men at once. Uh, like, I mean, a real He doesn't have a good here. side. He just has a different side. John D. Rockefeller is the two richest men to ever live. Um, <laughs> he John D. Rockefeller is a system. Um, yeah. As, yeah. <laughs> we <laughs> we arrived at the same bit. Yep. <laughs> oh, no. I would love it if one of, like, the Rockefeller children was like, yeah, my pronouns are they, them. Uh, I'm Ethereum and a system or whatever that like insane yes. video that Trump yes. sent us was. Oh, God, I had never heard of the Ethereum, Therian, whatever. Isn't that those are are they bird people? I don't remember what the thing about Therians is. I was explained to that they were like furries, but all the time and less sex, mm. which I think oh. the less sex makes it worse. Yeah, no, at least like, yeah, because at least if it's a sex thing, you're like, well, it's just a weird fetish, you know, like, but they're not hurting anyone. So wait, are, so they, are they saying, like, I am this animal then, or? Yeah, it's like kin. I think it's like kin. Oh, interesting, interesting. I don't like that, like, I think Truck might have said something similar. I don't like that Truck, that, like, TikTok is allowing these sorts of people to, like, breach containment and arrive at, like, pseudo-mainstream internet channels. Um, <laughs> What's so really funny that. is that, like... The, that they call the animal that they relate to their stereotype. So it just sounds like they have a mm-hmm. lisp. 
they're like my stereotype. Yeah. My stereotype. Yeah, blurs and stereotype against people with lists. And you're like, well, I'm sorry, buddy. Um, Opinions vary will. on if whether it's a mental illness or a spiritual belief. Ooh, that. Well, hang on now. When you put it that way, all of a sudden I'm starting to see the appeal. Because that's a powerful thing to it. <laughs> how do you? Okay, I I'm on a wiki how for theories oh, right now. Yes. Oh yes, what is it like? How to become? You a may be you may be Therian if you notice yourself shifting, getting impulses to behave as non-human animal, or if you remember a past life as a specific animal. Hmm. There are two types of Therians, such as Polytherians, who identify as multiple species. Oh, I bet there's Polytherians. Oh, Oh, there are probably poly Polytherians, (laughs) who identify as extinct animals. These pictures are incredible. Holy shit. Yeah, please send me this link. Also, wait, so, sorry, you're saying there's people who, like, they're, like, extinct animals? So it's not even, like, I'm a raven. It's, like... Paleotherians. Interesting. It's not I'm a raven. It's, like... Oh my god, look at the, the thumbnail. Ooh, hello. Um, sorry, Discord <laughs> is asking me if I want to trust WikiHow links, and the answer to that, unfortunately, is no, but I have to. Um, Someone whose stereotype is a frog may feel most fulfilled when hopping around and croaking. Oh my god, these pictures are all so good. Aren't they amazing? I am obsessed with the guy, like, the guy with a dolphin behind him, like he's a stand user in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Like, this is so sick. Therians don't just identify with animals, they identify as them. Okay, these illustrations have to be shitposts. There's no way these are like, there's no way someone in earnest drew the one of the guy like screaming with a bearded dragon behind him. I love that there's references cited. Yeah, this is so powerful. This is crazy. Oh my god. It is not on the LGBT spectrum. I love the, sorry, now I'm just imagining like a turf. Uh, who is also a Therian. And like, sorry, as far as we foxes Therians are concerned, against and LGBT stands for, uh, stands for Therian. Therian, uh, I don't know what the E is. Wait, sorry, what's that? I don't know oh, what for the turf? E is. Yeah. Yeah. Therian oh, yeah, something radical feminism. What's the E? Yeah. Hmm. Therian's experiencing radical feminism. Oh, ooh, I like that. Mm, yeah. There we this go. Is, we're using person first language too. Yes, um, <laughs> we are. <laughs> I now I'm just imagining uh, the idea of like a turf and its theory and exclusive radical uh, feminism, and everyone's like, "Wait, Ooh, what are you?" Yes, they're like, <laughs> I like that. Therians are not welcome in our community, and the other turf's like, "Sorry, the other what? Like, what are you talking about? We hate trans okay. people." <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying you might be a Therian. Let's see if we're Therians. Oh yeah, I was gonna say, hang on, I just got to that as well. So we'll scroll. Okay. Let's, let's we'll work through this one together. Okay, a shift is a psychological change in your state of being where you can feel yourself transitioning to your animal identity. If you notice a change to your... There are so so many sources of this. Julian, I'm so sorry. The source linked for that one is a YouTube video. Hell yes. If you feel a phantom limb... Oh? Okay. Such as a tail or a claw, or suddenly dissociate and feel like you're more present in your animal habitat than the real world, you may be undergoing some Therian shifts. See, now, the, the note about phantom limbs is interesting. So, of course, you have uh, Metal Gear Solid Five, the phantom pain. And I'm just imagining mm-hmm. Snake as a Therian. Uh, <laughs> Metal Gear Five, the phantom limb, and he just thinks he has a tail the entire time. Yeah, exactly. He's just, like, on the ground slithering around. People are like, Snake, you were not doing this 
last game. Why are you like this now? <laughs> I love the example for this. If your stereotype is a parrot, during your shift, you may lose independent thought and start repeating other people. Oh, my God. (laughs) Feel like you have feathers (laughs) instead of skin or randomly start visualizing yourself on a subtropical island? (laughs) Guys, maybe Jeffrey Epstein. This picture is crazy, Matt. Holy. Oh, my God. Uh, Sorry. This is. It's scarier than cats. All right. um, Oh, oh, sorry. I just heard the words, too. So the second sign. You have species dysphoria. Mm. If you feel like your body is in the wrong species, uh, whenever you look in the mirror, for example, you should be a wolf instead of a human. You should have claws instead of fingernails, fangs instead of teeth, etc. You may be experiencing species dysphoria. I need to see what the source on that one is. We're just going to hover over that real quick. It's a link to moviemaker.com. Fuck yes. I love the idea of, like, somehow they're making the YouTube video look like a credible thing to just cite directly. Uh, sorry, species dysphoria is common is a common system for a symptom for therians who often feel a longing for the body of their stereotype. Common symptoms for species dysphoria include both uh, bouts of sadness or depression, body image issues, uh, or hallucinations where you feel peaceful imagining yourself as your animal identity. That doesn't sound like a hallucination. That does sound like a pleasant daydream. I want to just put that one out there as a side note. Okay. Um, oh, I like this next picture. Three. This one has you a feel, <laughs> It does. You feel at home in a specific animal habitat. I'm going to skip over the description because it's pretty self-explainable. Yes. I'm going to go to the second Me personally, I yearn for point. the bogs. Um. For example, if you enjoy the beach more than your house, that doesn't mean necessarily your stereotype is a crab. It could just be a tranquil environment. However... If you feel the urge to burrow in the sand and walk sideways when you're at the beach, you may be a crab therian trope. Incredible. You know? Um, I think I everyone guess I, feels the urge to burrow in the sand at the beach. That's like a, pleasant a normal thing to do, isn't it? Yeah, you say you bury your feet in the sand a little bit. Well, do you walk sideways, Joey? That's the important question. I do not. Oh, see, well, I do. And I snap my fingers <laughs> and I say, I am crab boy. Uh, my family's always asked me why I do that, but um, I've never sense. been able to answer. Uh, oh, point four. You remember your past life as an animal. So much of this just feels like someone like skimmed over like the Wikipedia page for like dances with wolves or something and just like riffed on it from there. But, like, because this all just feels like someone uh, like a white person pretending to do Native American spirituality. Well, right? they it's mentioned like, that they're, it's not Native American spirituality earlier and that spirit oh, animals are different. Okay, good. Because I was going to say, like, so much of this does just feel like them going, like, yes, it is I, Wolf Brother. And you're like, you are from Ohio. Don't do this. Uh, You remember your past life as an animal. Oftentimes, people connect their stereotype because they feel like they were that animal in a past life. Try remembering your past lives. Try meditating uh, in a quiet room and asking yourself what your past life was like. Um, Let's see, if you visualize a specific animal while doing that, uh, that animal might be your stereotype. Practicing mindfulness and meditation regularly can help you connect to your stereotype, regardless of your past life. Uh, try taking past life regression tests to see what your past life may have looked like. Oh! Oh, the images just keep getting better. Who was I in a past life? It's another WikiHow article. Oh, hell yes. Okay, anyway, so the last Wiki one. WikiHow to recall the thousands of lives you've lived <laughs> before. Um, <laughs> you feel like yourself when you dress up as your animal identity. If you try on a fake tail or cat ears and like the way it looks and feels, you may want to look into Therian Jones. See, because if you're just putting on a fake tail and cat ears, that's just a furry, right? Like, 
Yeah. So is that like just is th- this is just for like people who like viewed being a furry as a gateway drug? Yes. Incredible. You may also feel connection to objects associated with your animal's identity, i.e. furs, leaves, stones, stuffed animal plushies, <laughs> etc. Yep, so true. Um, oh, wow, these are such good pictures. Yeah, the pictures just keep getting... Oh, the guy hooting and hollering as he walks down the street. Yes. More than one species of animal. Other can identify as mythical or fictional animals. Wow, see, I've heard about other kin before. I didn't realize that they had to be, like, fictional, though. Um, that's interesting. Can I be wizard? Can I be a wizard? Can I say I'm other kin as, as a wizard? I would love to just wear robes, you know, have a big pointy hat. But Am I, I say a that Therian way, if I can oh. walk, run, and jump? Because I tried the first time and it was perfect. Please tell me. Wait, sorry. Did I miss a word there? Um... <laughs> no, it's community Q&A. Nope, yeah, you're right. Yeah. No, you are not a Therian if you could do quads. You can do quads regularly, but doing quads does not make you a Therian. Thank you. Um, 13 people says that say that's helpful. Wow. Um, What's Sigma see. male? Mm-hmm. Sigma female personality traits explained. Dude, yeah. Okay, dude, we might... Okay, guys, we're rebranding. The Doug Zone is no longer looking into, like, channel awesome figures. I think we're just going to choose a WikiHow article every every episode to look through, because this is fantastic. Oh, and um, well, let me... Okay, I'm looking at the author. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. Picture who you think it is? Wait, sorry, what was the thing? I'm looking at the author, and I don't oh, want to... I don't want to make any judgments. Okay. But, but I might. Uh, where is the where's the thing about the author? Where do you it's, find it? It's that? pretty okay. far down. Okay, I'm gonna scroll until I find it. Uh, is it underneath the Q and A? Yes. Okay. Keep going and um. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I also don't want to make any judgments. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but boy, if we wanted to, we sure could. Is all that Did I had to say. One uh, of the one of the things they wrote is 15 reasons your girlfriend is antagonizing you. Oh, my God. Well, we need to know. Oh, and Why five ways to handle mean. it. Her love language isn't being met. You may have done something that upset her. Your girlfriend may be misdirecting her sadness and anger at you. Oh, number five. PMS. Five is powerful. <laughs> I love that she looks like her uterus just broke up with her. Yeah, she's like turning away from it sadly as it cries tears of blood. Like, I like. The I also really. One. She might be. She hungry. might be hungry. See, I love how like ambiently sexist so many of these are. Where it's she like, may have issues with boundaries. That's oh. She may have issues with boundaries. She oh sorry. She doesn't know how else to get your attention. She, she may have, have been, been raised to show affection this way. I wonder if there's a term for that. She may be suffering from depression. She may be working through past trauma. She might have anger issues. She wants to break up. Incredible. How to I'm handle to, uh, her meanness? Yeah, hang on. Let's see. I'll read the reason. I'll read the ways to handle it. Uh, communicate that your feelings are hurt. Let's see the bullet points. Oh, these are just like very yeah, normal things. Yeah. Set healthy boundaries. I refuse to be insulted with demeaning names like idiot or moron. If you continue to throw those words around, I don't think I can do this anymore. How to tell uh, if the Capricorn man is playing you expert advice. Ooh. Take it from me, a Capricorn player. Um, Are you a heteroromantic bisexual? Six signs you might be. 
11 subtle signs your girlfriend slept with someone else. Oh, wait, hang on. Let's look at how to tell when a guy is no longer interested in you. Because oh, um, we've been we've been ragging on women now for a second. We got to let's it's time for the guys to take some stuff. Uh, he's looking for change in communication. Uh, this can be one of the first signs that a guy is losing interest. Uh, two, watch out for shorter conversations, which is a change in communication. Three, notice when a tone of voice towards you changes. Another change in communication. Four is listen to what he says. So that entire list is just um, incredible. Sorry, I'm still just reading the articles this person has written. 17, oh, yeah, what else have you got? Oh, uh, the one above it. Stay-at-home girlfriends, who they are and how to become one. Oh, my God. A guide to people who prefer unrequited love. Jesus Christ. Why Cancer Falls for Taurus, an expert compatibility guide. There's a lot of horoscope things here. Yeah. I'm not going to say anything about the relation of the Zodiac to Therians, but um, I'm sure that we could mm -hmm. if we wanted to. Uh, green flags in relationships, what they are and how to spot them. I like the phrase. Eleven ways to get in touch with YouTuber star Mr. Beast. Oh, we need to hear that one. Let's, okay, let's okay. see what we've got. Okay, okay. Um... Okay, so it just gives his contact information at the very top. Great. Call so or text him saying. at his community number. Send him fan mail through his P.O. box. Uh, shoot him an email, you know. Do not ask Mr. Beast for money via email. He has a separate contact system for that. Jesus Christ, that is so dark. Reach out to him on social media. Uh, try replying to a tweet or commenting on his video. Check his job page for employment opportunities. Yeah, I'm sure people who are like, I want to contact Mr. Beast are old enough to have jobs. Yeah. I also, while we're on the subject of Mr. Beast, though, I keep forgetting to say this, but friends of the show, um, formerly Anamorphing Time, formerly the Bruce Campbell podcast, Nate and Tyler have a new show up now called Hate Speech in which they talk oh, about yeah. things they hate. Their first episode was on Mr. Beast and it was fantastic. Um, so just wanted we gotta to put have that them back on. Oh, yeah, we got to have them back on. We got to figure out a way to get ourselves. We need more guests. Uh, we do. We need. Oh, guys, well, we need we, get... I mean, talking about Doug would be the obvious thing, but that's too easy. No, I hate that I've spent time thinking about this. I'm like, I need to figure out something better. Uh, I wanted to like, because they have an email where you can like su suggest topics. I wanted to send one in. And it was just like, you know, like when men speak over women, you know, women not getting recognized enough in the workplace. Just like five things like that. Um, <laughs> Disrespect towards Therians. Yeah, disrespect towards Therians. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to flood their comments with terrible concepts. Yeah, and eventually they'll um they'll, pick they'll one. do something. Yeah, they'll give us something. Yeah. Um, I think that there might have been at one point or another a Therian in their Discord actually. So <sighs> we'll cool it on the uh, we'll cool it on the dunking on Therians talk. But um, this is the thing. Look, I'm not you... dunking on them. I'm dunking on the idea of them. <laughs> Yes, exactly. As people, I'm sure they're wonderful. Yeah, individually, great. I'm sure. Yeah. Some of them. Look, I doubt yeah. all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Therians are great in practice. They just don't look that good on paper, you know? Um, <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> oh, God. But yeah. No, we gotta we gotta get on guests. Now that we have Wi-Fi, this, I, I mean, know. now that I have Wi-Fi, oh. it's reliable. Once you have, like, a schedule, we can totally yeah. have 
Yes. Oh, we'll start crushing it. It'll be great. Yeah. Uh, the good news is I'm honestly, well, I am pretty busy most of the time, but yeah, you are. I can I can usually reschedule things. So yeah, we got we should start putting out feelers, just like hitting people up and going like, what are the general times you're free? And then we can work mm-hmm. around that. But yep. Yeah, totally. If there's anyone you as a listener want on as a guest that's like feasible for us, keep in mind the size of our podcast, please. Yes. <laughs> Let us know. Um, follow us on things that we don't post on. Yeah. Um, Maybe we should join... just po- we'll just post some screenshots from the wiki article, like just the pictures. We'll post that to the Instagram. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and not yeah. say anything about it. Um, <laughs> um, join us on Patreon if you want more of this for some reason. Uh, we once again did not talk about what we were supposed to talk about this week. Um, I don't think we ever will again. So sorry. I think okay. we're done. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I we'll hope that the Linkara fans out there aren't disappointed. But Yeah. Um, sorry, Linkara. You don't matter enough to be on a Doug Walker podcast or his website, apparently. Honestly, that is pretty. Br- oh, yeah. I can't believe we didn't. Get- this is the thing. We are not a podcast about Doug Walker. <laughs> no. We need to rebrand because Channel Awesome like destroyed the website <laughs> and we did. just like okay okay we'll talk about it for just a minute okay it is yeah it is so funny that not only did we not notice it but apparently no one noticed it for like a week no. <laughs> and then Linkara was like oh my god none of my videos are here anymore it just redirects to Doug's fucking YouTube page incredible um, such a great move that's so funny like. Did he just not like, want to, like, pay for it? No, because he's still paying for it. He's still paying the hosting fees, so I guess he's just done. You he know? could just like, not update it and archive it. Like, yeah. No, I was – it's funny because I was talking with someone and they – Yeah, I was talking with someone and they did, like, a joke about, um, like, Anton Chigurh showing up randomly. Like, you know, at the end of No Country for Old Men, he just, like, shows up at the office and, like, gives the guy the briefcase full of money. He's like, we're yeah. going to make a lot of – uh, someone made a joke about Anton Chigurh doing that to Doug. And I was like, honestly, that's kind of what did happen if you yes. read the not-so-awesome document. So it's so funny that my friend just trying to be silly just stumbled onto the truth of the fall of Channel Awesome. Yep. Oh, my God, yeah. And so Doug screwed over what remaining friends he had on YouTube, I think. Yeah. Um, I don't think he had many them in your remaining, but yeah. they're gone I, now. I did love... I loved like Linkara's document, like like the Twitter thread that he put, where he was like, "The Linkara movie follows up on a lot of threads from, uh, from to boldly flee." And now are we my gonna... audience won't be able to know that. Oh my god, are we gonna have to track down the Linkara movie at some point? No, it's really bad. I like a while back, just out of curiosity, I started watching to see if there'd be anything like worth talking about. But it's even more incomprehensible than like the Channel Awesome movies. If y'all want it bad enough, we'll do it. But no. <laughs> you I'm, don't I'm want my, it. I promise. No, sorry. You. Yeah. No, yeah. We're gonna do this. It's sort of like a Democratic Party primary thing, where it's like, yeah, well, yeah. if the people want Bernie Sanders, we'll nominate. Oh, sorry, everyone else dropped out. Guess Joe Biden wins. That's what's gonna happen. We're gonna mm-hmm. become a podcast about something else. Um, All right. Join us on Patreon right, yes. if you want more. Uh, the Doug Zone ramblings at Patreon or Patreon.com/slash The Doug Zone. That's what it is. Yeah. Is it bad that the only way I remember what order it goes in is remembering the reasonable beef outro? No, I uh, if, well, <laughs> if it is bad, it's bad for me as well, because that is also how I remember it. Uh, <laughs> That's the only way I remember what the URL like format is for that. Yep. Listen to reasonable yeah. beef anyway. Reasonable beef, guys. Um, and uh, we no longer have an outro. <laughs>